Hey everybody, it's me, Nick. I'm back. Before we get into this, it's just a quick message from me. Please everyone, follow the government guidance. Stay at home, protect the NHS and save lives. Now sit back, crack a beer with us. Oh, that was a stubborn one. And enjoy the first of the isolation specials of the Vigo Rugby Podcast. Cheers. We're back. It's an isolation special. It's the Vigo Rugby Podcast. All right, welcome back everybody to a brand new Vigo Rugby Podcast. This one is a self-isolation special. Um, We've been gone for a while. So we're pleased to be back and joining me today, as always, is Jake French. How you doing, Jake? Yeah, not too bad, you mate. Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. It's uh, I'm a little bit chilly, obviously. Um, yeah, I'm cold. I'm used to it being about forty degrees, um, but obviously now it's only about ten degrees. So yeah, um, I want to get started with. I kind of want to go back to just after I went away. And I want to yeah. start with the Rugby World Cup. Okay. So I'm thinking we need to go through and name our best 15. Yeah, I, I can go with that. Cool, cool, cool. So if you had to name a front row from the Rugby World Cup, I know it was a while ago, think back, who would it be? Uh, just off the top of my head, Nick. Yep. Uh, I, I would that. go with... Uh, I can't Matawara Matawaria whatever his name is yeah I'll give you that that's uh, what I've got as well naturally uh, I've gone for Montoya yep and uh, Sinks naturally just because Sinks is double hard yeah no double hard so the only change that I've got there is I put Jamie George at two because I thought he did alright and he's English and I'm biased so naturally as yeah, you do so you know Jamie George gets in there. Um, Sinclair, shame about his World Cup final, eh? Yeah, I mean, that didn't end in the prettiest way. I'm I'm now looking at pictures of it just to see what it, what he looked like again. Yeah. But it weren't pretty. Weren't good for him. He had a good good tournament as well, but he seems like yeah, he's playing well so. again now. So. Well, he is because he's got 500 bags a year, isn't he? So. Yeah, oh, yeah he, I mean, he probably don't care now. No, I doubt it. Yeah. Going to see the old Bristol's. Bristol bear bags. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a. I know. So we'll get onto the salary cap later on. But what yeah. are Bristol doing down there? How on earth are they getting away? How, how are they affording that? Last I heard, they were only just coming up from the championship. Couldn't afford anything. Yeah, no, they've got. They just they're chucking. Around. They make salaries look poor, mate. I know. And I mean, that's something else we got to talk about later. Obviously. No. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get on to salary sins. Uh, Who you got in your second row? Back to the World Cup. Um, I've gone for Marrow and Alan Wynne Jones. Oh, Alan Wynne Jones, eh? Yeah, I know, but he's a knob. He's he's more of a knob now than he was at the World Cup. (laughs) Yeah, there's a joke in there somewhere. (laughs) But uh, yeah, he uh, is a very good player. You reckon? Um, I had a Toji and I had Varmahina. Because he makes me laugh. He does stupid shit. Do you remember in the Six Nations a couple of years back, he threw that huge triple miss in the last minute that got yes. accepted. And then woke up. He's back to his old trick. They're about to win. He's back to his old tricks, punching people about a bit, getting a red card. Good lad, good lad. Oh, yeah, I mean, what, what was he thinking? That's what he's... 
He's just a bit French, I suppose. That is, full of, that is as French as it gets, basically. <laughs> I so, think uh, in that game, he also scores. Yeah, I think he was having a stormer. I can't, I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure he was having a good game, yeah. I, I, just, I'm just, I just looked at it. So, they, Wales won 2019, and he scored after five minutes, I think it was. Yeah, five minutes he says he scored. Nice. And then got sent off after, what was it, 60 or something? What's a fucking... Yeah, uh, yeah, six, yeah, 60 minutes. Yeah, go on. Ruined What's it. a fucking donut? That is his only try he's ever scored for Wales as well. For France? For France, even against I mean, Wales. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Varmahina could could have been a Welsh name. They got all sorts of names coming out of there these days. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the only the only try he has scored for him. So, fair. What no? Yeah, one no. That, that's as French as it gets. <laughs> Who you got in your back row? Uh, right, so at six, I've gone a, a little bit left field. I've gone for Leach because I thought he was. Pretty impressive. Um, yeah, he's, he's a boy, isn't he? He's a boy of, yeah. the, of, the, of the, the home tournament as well. Yeah, just like you need to have at least one player from Japan in there. Um, Curry and Vermeulen is my my back row. Nice. So I've gone for changing it up. Well, actually, I've I've got Curry and Vermeulen as well, but I, I squeezed uh, Khaleesi into the back row as well. I know they're probably it's probably two sevens there, but I'm a fan of a seven, so. I do, I do love multiple sevens, to be honest. Yeah, you can't really go wrong with them. I mean, according to Eddie Jones, you can have sevens at six, seven, and eight. So and, full t- and, and you can have a fourteen at seven. I mean, that works. Yeah, I mean, give it a go if you want. Just do it. Uh, apart from Johnny May. Just, yeah, don't, don't put him in there. Yeah, don't put him in there. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. He's just got to run straight. That's all he has to do. Is just run. Um, <laughs> oh, I've right. gone for. I imagine it's the same nine as you as uh, Flaff the Clerk. Yeah, I think I went for him over anyone else, mainly because of his delightful head of hair. Yeah, and the way I am at the moment, I, I feel a little bit more like you now, um, and I can appreciate a head of hair like that. What's uh, what's going on with your hair, then, mate? Shaved it off. Shaved it all off? Bored. We'll get a picture out on the Viagra Rugby Podcast Facebook page. Yeah, no, actually, I reckon I reckon we'll, we'll we'll have a few ball players by the end of uh, the end of lockdown. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> well, you might be one of them, mate. It depends how long we're locked down for. If we get any more any more pictures, we'll make sure we share those on the Vigor Rugby Podcast Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to send um, in their pictures as well, feel free. We'll, we'll share. Yeah, naturally. We'll we'll take any uh, interesting facial hairstyles as well. Yeah, just something a bit different. Yep, they're good too. Anyone wants to send us in some interesting stuff, we'll get it posted up for everyone else's enjoyment. Keep everyone amused during the lockdown. That's what this is for. That's what all your photographs will be for too. <laughs> um, at 10, I, I can't really, obviously I can't really remember much of the World Cup, but I've gone for Richie Mwanga. Mwanga? Yeah, yeah. he was alright. He was alright. I don't know if that experiment worked, Barrett and Mwanga. But then, no, honest, I mean, they probably would have gone further if it wasn't for England having probably the best game of their... Ever, ever. Recent history against the Minnesota, so... Um, I feel like anyone that can push Barrett out is obviously a, a reasonably decent player, so... Yeah, yeah, give me that, give me that. Except for uh, Sopawanga, because he is tanking in the Premier League. He is pony. <laughs> um, I've gone for Farrell at 10. Once again, I'm biased, but also, I just think he's the best 10 in the world. I think he's top class. Oh, he's, yeah. 
I mean, in the, I think post World Cup as well. I think he's been well, in the World Cup. He was phenomenal, but I think yeah, after the World Cup, he, he's been pretty decent as well. Yeah. So he's got a lot of flack, and he seems to just take it on the chin as well, which I quite like. He, he never uh, never moans about it; it just gets on. People still give him. I mean, he can't tackle, it being the main issue. Or can he tackle too well? <laughs> that might, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He just he just tackles like his dad used to in league. I'm sure. Yeah. It's not like a... probably grew up with that, didn't he? he? Probably grew up knocking people about a bit. I imagine that's just like he was like he could just be walking around the house like an Andy and just fucking shoulder charge him into a wall, just <laughs> tapping up, <laughs> just ending. Um, yeah, who have you got in the centres? Because my centres, I've gone for beef. I've gone for England. Uh, I've got I've gone Faz and Manu. Nice. Faz obviously making his way in there. Cause I've got yeah, he's, Farrell, he's got to be in. Because I've got Farrell at 10, I've gone for Tuolagi at 12, which I don't like, really, because normally I prefer him at 13, but I had to squeeze him in there so that I could get the beast, Semi Randranda, in at 13, because he had a phenomenal World Cup. Yeah, he was, he was good, to be fair. I watched him smoke some boys during that World Cup, and not in the way your brain thinks. <laughs> Proper smoking, <laughs> like running through boys, and also uh, like, it was the way, the way he kind of would just change the the direction he was running, but like it weren't like a normal change, like a sidestep. He would like run backwards and then yeah. run around his fullback and come back around the other side of the pitch to try and gas someone and do it. It was it was amazing. He loves playing sevens. He, he, he plays sevens on a 15s pitch, but somehow makes it work. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but I enjoy watching him. Um, wingers? Uh, I've gone for Josh Adams and Cheston Colby. Yeah, fair. Colby had a good tournament, didn't he? I was surprised he ran out in the final. But he yeah, right. he, real, real good player. And his he, footwork's pretty, pretty special. Yeah, he's pretty speedy. I went for Johnny May. The, my hero Johnny May um, and Matsushima from Japan another boy of the tournament had a good had a good comp for me I think throughout the tournament I think to be fair all of the, the Japanese players had very good very good tournaments yeah no they were Japan were a joy a joy to watch so were Fiji to, to be fair I know Fiji went out pretty early but I quite enjoyed watching both of them play yeah. Um, but yeah, Japan especially, they were great. And then at fullback? Uh, I have gone for Bowden Barrett. Yeah, so have I. Um, I don't feel like many other fullbacks really shined. You know? Yeah, because I, really, I can't really remember it, and he's probably the best player there, so that was why he ended up in my team. Yeah, same, same as that. Same as that. And there we go. Rugby World Cup 15s. What a rose that we needed to talk about out of that Sa- Saracens I need to talk about yeah. Saracens so while I've been away obviously I lost up, mate. I've had a bit of coverage but it's not been quite as good as it probably was at home what I'm understanding is the chairman has gone into business with some of the players and they're counting that money that is invested towards their salaries is that right? yeah so I don't know all of the details but I think there's a lot there's a lot of businesses coming out of Saris um Brad Barrett's got the coffee, a few of them have got the beer, Jamie George has got a physio place. Um, and I think, basically, he was pumping money into those businesses um, in, as part, and the, the RFU or whoever, Premiership Rugby, have said that that should count towards the salary cap. Yeah. 
Um, and they've been told there to fix it. They didn't. Been told, release your books or you're relegated, and they pick relegation. So it must be pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Well, I suppose if they've, they still, to be fair, they still may not have known that they were doing something particularly wrong. But once it came out that they were, they were probably really fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think they're they're. I think they were warned. I reckon this was probably. Well, they've said on other competing podcasts to us that um, no competition. They <laughs> they um, they were warned, and they got there was a fine for a lot of the Premiership rugby clubs for breaking it before. Right. And it's just sort of carried on. Fair play. Fair play. Got to be done. Is it, though, a little bit detrimental to England rugby if all the players who were playing for Saracens, who were all together every week and sort of learning each other inside out, and now they're going to be dotted all over the place, possibly all over the world for some of them, some of them ineligible to play for England anymore, some of them just not playing with the players they were playing with. Is that going to make a make a difference to England rugby as a whole? I don't know. I think it'll go... It'll be one way or the other, obviously. Um, but, like, <laughs> play, players going abroad to get different experiences and stuff will probably, I mean, will probably have a benefit, um, especially if people go down and play, like, the Super Rugby. I know like, a lot of the Premier... Like, Joe Marchant for Quinns is down there at the moment. And it gives... I suppose it's a different style of rugby. Um, it's a different way of life as well. So it might it might benefit the boys some ways because you're rather than being in the same environment, it's a, a different challenges and stuff like that. Or it could go the other way and like it will complete the fact that there's what there's probably eight Surrey's boys regularly in the England team and they're not playing together all the time now. And like the youth players as well, which is a problem. But it might be good for the likes of Nick Azikwe and stuff like that because they'll probably play every week in the championship, every like, every game. Yeah, I did read the other day that Billy is also staying at Saris because he's hoping that the year in the championship might give him a bit more rest because they have less games and that sort of thing, less Champions Cup and all that. I think as well, in reality, what will probably happen is they'll wheel the big boys out for four or five games a year and then they'll just play the bibs in the championship. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. I mean, makes sense, makes sense. Uh, the other one that we should probably talk about, what was going on with Joe Marler and Alan Wynne-Jones recently? I mean, I think this is just where... I, I, I don't... I, it probably, yeah, if it happened on one of our pitches, we'd just laugh about it. Yeah. Especially... And the thing is, I think Alan Wynne-Jones, this is why he's a knob, because he knows him, they've been on tour together before, they're probably good mates, and he's... I think he's gone out of his way to make it worse than than it actually is. Yeah, he's just hung um, out to dry, isn't he, to win a few votes from the Wales fans. Yeah, and I think, like, listening to people talk about it, it, isn't, it doesn't, it's not It's not right, and people were like, oh, if I walked up to someone in the street and done it, but that's not what it was, they knew each other. It's part of the rugby way. It's, it's just a stupid little thing that he's done. But I think, unfortunately for England, that'll probably be the last we see of... Marler in England, I can't see him coming back from that because he like, obviously struggled with the press and said before he didn't like it. So now he's ten week ban. I think he'll probably be done. Yeah, it could be. It would be a be a shame because he's still performing at a pretty high level, like world class for sure. Um, yeah, I think Alan Jones is. I know it's. I know again, like what you said, it's not really right. And if you did it to someone in the street, it'd be a crime. But. It's not that, especially if you if it's a friend of yours and you're doing it, it's not exactly a big deal, really. To be honest, I think. And I think like the fact the the world rugby that the fella that punched the other bloke in the face has got oh, three yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah, quite and obviously punched him in the face as well. 
like how like how that is like I just don't feel they've looked at the fines properly. But although apparently there's a video knocking around of the uh, the Scotland guy gouging that French prop first. Oh really? Or hands very close to his face sort of thing. So I haven't seen it, but I um, read about it the other day. All oh, right. No, that'd be interesting. I'll try and have a try and have a look for that later. If we find it, still, if we find like, it, he still punched him square in the face. Yeah, if we find it, we'll post it on the Facebook page. Naturally, so we can have a look. Yeah, fair play. Well, um, I've got um, I've I've been digging around the archives um, from stuff that I recorded just before I left, but that never made it into the original podcast, it's and I've fine. stumbled across. This little gem, uh, little, it's a little game of, uh, well it starts off with some couple karaoke and it rolls into a little gem of a game of squirrel or donkey. So <laughs> let me throw this one at you, see what you think. <laughs> okay, welcome to carpool karaoke section. Are you ready guys? You ready? Let's go. Coming for to carry me on, swing low. Sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Dommy, sing it. Sweet. No, you don't put me under pressure. <laughs> Liam. Chariot. Right, Dommy again. <laughs> for to carry me home. Nice, Nick. Swing Lord. Swing Lord. Sweet. Sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Okay, turn it down, guys. Turn it right down. Turn it right down. Can we turn it down, please? Okay. A little bit more than that. Okay. Let's play a game of squirrels and donkeys. And today's contestant in the game of squirrels and donkeys is Liam Wiltshire. Liam, how are you doing? Hiya. Are you doing good? Yeah, very well, thank you. Okay. I've got a list of names. Now, you can only describe these people as a squirrel or a donkey. I won't tell you why. You can call them that because of whatever you like, all right? But it's quick fire. Squirrel or donkey? Okay. Alright, are you ready? Yes. Danny Baker? Squirrel. Bucko? Donkey. Richard Turvey? Squirrel. Martin Lingham? Donkey. Jake French? Donkey. Hayes? Squirrel. Don Mickleborough? Squirrel. Dave Dunn? Squirrel. He doesn't get Lee the idea. Lee Watman? He doesn't get the idea. Donkey. <laughs> Harry Patterson? I get it now! Oh, Harry it's, Patterson? It's about pieces you've Squirrel. <laughs> Real? Squirrel? Fitzy? Squirrel. Dave Winston? Donkey. Chink. Squirrel. George Harrison. Squirrel. James Clements. Squirrel. Nick. Donkey. Yes. (laughs) Harry's big mate. Donkey. Wiltshire. Squonky. Marcus. Donkey. Zodi. Donkey. Colton. Squirrel. Laney. Squirrel. Evans. Squirrel. Theo. Squirrel. Oh, nice. That was quick fire. That was quick fire. I'm not even sure who you called squirrels. I know you called us three donkeys. Oh, I mean, you were right. I mean, the first ten. <laughs> you were right. First ten, I was going. Top, on. I mean, I go top five. I was going on body types. Yeah, was <laughs> you? And playing ability. Yeah. <laughs> you messed it right up, but we got to go yours, don't we? Yeah. Let's keep going towards the game. Thanks, Liam. No worries. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Look at this. All right, Jake. We're going to move on. I've yeah. come up with a little idea. I've decided it's everyone's bored, right? It's self-isolation time. Everyone's at home. Everyone's doing nothing. Why don't we tweet someone? You can decide who I'm going to tweet. I'll decide who you're going to tweet. And then by the time this episode finishes, we'll see if we got a response. Fine, I'm up for that. It's got to be something interesting, though. 
So yeah, just, so I'm going to decide what you're going to tweet as well. Yeah, all right. Fair play. Okay. Right, you're going to tweet... I'm trying to think of someone who's active. You're going to tweet Ellis Genge. Ellis Genge. Because he's oh going to hate you forever if he responds. All right, so, Jake, you're going to tweet Genji, I'm bored. Did you watch Don't Fuck With Cats on Netflix? What did you think? What did you think? I'm just okay. intrigued to know what he thinks. I'm there. Alex Genge, I'm bored. Did you know what? Uh, did you watch Don't Fuck With Cats on Netflix? What did you think? Yeah, Tweet. Just, Send. Just see. See what right, you are going to message. He's slightly, I reckon, more aggressive. Brother, Carl Sinclair. Okay. <laughs> And you are going to ask him. Uh, remember before. Ask- remember before you say. Um, I it's a picture of me and my Vigo kit on my Twitter, so he's going to know where we are if it's real bad. Yeah, we're going for. I'm going for a similar line of questions. I'm just going to find you a rogue program to watch. Right, and you're going to message him. Hi, mate. Just Hi. wondered, what's your favourite song from High School Musical? Mine is "Bop to the Top." <laughs> What is your favourite song from High School Musical? Mine is Bop to the Top. Can I can I put like banger? Uh, certified banger. Yeah, fair, fair, that's fair. I'll give that a go. Certified banger. Oh, no. I don't even know that song. I'm gonna go. <laughs> hashtag self isolation. <laughs> oh, self isolation boredom. Nice. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Just nice. wondered, what is your favourite song from High School Musical? Mine is Bop to the Top. Certified banger. Self isolation boredom. Let's see what we get. It's always worth a shot on Twitter, you know? From time to time it works. Yeah. I got tweeted back I from mean, George Cruz one time. Remember that? No, I, I think Andy Good follows me. Does he? That's a big, well, he did. That's, a, that's a big shout. I want to see, I want to see if he still follows me. <laughs> Andy Good following. How do you see if he's following you? If he doesn't, you're going to have to message and say, what the hell, Andy? Be you unfollowed me. <laughs> is that the I think it was because I messaged him about coming to speak at our, uh, our, our epic dinner and dance yeah that was pretty big time way better than what this year's dinner and dance would have been which is probably cancelled because it wasn't planned well enough <laughs> uh, well, where is it I can't work it out perfect he had, he had good bands actually when I messaged him I was just reading my messages <laughs> good, good, uh, good bands from him Nice, nice. Right, but nothing back here. That was the question. Right, nothing's in, so we'll just we'll just wait it out, I suppose. We might as well. Yeah, see how we get on. Well, um, all right, next one, next section of the podcast. We need to play a little game, um, and whoever loses is going to have to do text roulette in their phone, and the other one is going to tell them what to message. Just while we're getting all okay. this out there, just say so it's all done before the end, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. What game are we going to play? What can I beat you at over the phone? Um, 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 
I wonder if this will work. Right, you've got your phone open. Yep. I'm going to go on this thing. Oh, fuck off. Right, Nick. Look at this. Have you got... Have you got Game Pigeon? Game Pigeon? No, I haven't. What about House Party? No, actually, that wouldn't uh, work right now. That wouldn't work Yeah, that right wouldn't now. work. This would work, though. Uh, I, don't know, I don't want a House Party. Um, what one of these games is the quickest? That's the, that's the problem. Oh, you go. Right. I'll just send you something. Does that work? Did that come through? Uh, text. Or, oh, yeah. Text. Got it. Yes, I see it. Four in a row. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. So we'll play a bit of Game Pigeon. Four in a row. Got ya. All right, there go. Waiting for a pint. Yep, I'm in. I'm ready to drop my disc. Are you in? It says I'm, it says I'm still waiting for you. I'm sure it'll, it'll catch up in a sec. Oh, this, is, this is great podcasting, really. Yeah, I mean, so we're currently, just to describe what's going on here, we're currently playing Connect 4. So we got on with a big game of Connect 4, and then a couple of minutes later, this happened. Oh, he's done him, hasn't he? He's only got to done him. What? What? I've done you. You're done, mate. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, how did I miss it? <laughs> when I went to it down, I was like, oh, no, he's got me. Ah, uh, he's won. Here we go. Perfect. Right, let's think of a text. Ah, oh, how did I lose? Right, we'll screenshot that. Perfect. <laughs> right, go on to your contacts and scroll up and down. All right, so I'll scroll all the way down, then all the way back up, then all the way back down, and all the way back up until you tell me to stop, all right? Yeah, so tell me when you start down. I've started scrolling, so I'm just rolling. And rolling stop. back up. Nice. You'll never guess what. Someone that we know. Oh, perfect. Who is it? Lee Walker. Oh, Lee's such a nice guy. I know. Oh, but he is a nurse. <laughs> and in this current climate... So, you are going to text him. Oh, God. <laughs> Hi, mate. Hi, mate. Long time no speak. <laughs> Long time no speak. Uh, hope things aren't too bad in this current climate. Hope things aren't too bad in this current climate. Yep. You are you are well and truly one of Britain's heroes. You are well and truly. He's going to think I'm on drugs or something. What am I doing? <laughs> mate. It's, I mean, it's fair play. If he's a nurse, I'm, I'm, happy, to, I'm happy to say it. I'm 90% sure you he's a nurse. You are well and truly one of Britain's heroes. Was that it? Yeah. As a token of my gratitude. As a token of my gratitude. I would like to buy you a takeaway. Oh, what? <laughs> it's going to cost me money. <laughs> I would like to buy you a takeaway. <laughs> That's it. She said that. Ah! I can't believe this. Long time no speak. Hope things aren't too bad in this current climate. You are well and truly one of Britain's heroes. As a token of my gratitude, I would like to buy you a takeaway. Have you sent it? Sent. Oh, perfect. Oh, God. <laughs> Lee's going to think I'm a right weirdo. <laughs> or he's going to ask me to order him a pizza. Either way, I lose. <laughs> I'll let you know what comes back to that. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, we're going to have to do, obviously, while we're here, we need to get one of the other boys on the line. Yeah. But they're not going to know it's us calling. Okay. 
as I text Lee, I reckon it should be you that calls Liam and tells him that he's got the coronavirus. The only issue with that is if I do that, I can't talk to you anymore. Ah, fair play. All right, well, I guess it's going to be me that calls Liam to tell him he might have the coronavirus. Perfect. All right, well, I'm going to get another phone and I'll make the call now. Okay, for this next segment, I have enlisted the help of Natalie Alvarez, who is going to help me um, with my phone call to Mr. Liam Wiltshire. Um, we're going to let Liam know that he unfortunately caught the coronavirus. So here goes. Hello? Oh, hello. Can I please speak to Mr. Liam Wiltshire? Speaking. Hiya. My name's Dr. West. I'm calling from the NHS 111 service. Um, unfortunately, hiya. Yeah, hi. Um, unfortunately, it's my duty to inform you that someone you've been in close contact with who wishes to remain anonymous has been tested positive for the coronavirus. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I know, it's a lot to hear. Um, but from now on, you need to self-isolate from seven days. How do I know this is legit? Well, have you, have you started to get any symptoms? No. No? Okay. Um, I don't know what to tell you. You kind of need to self-isolate. It's for the safety of everyone. No. I don't think this is legit, is it? <laughs> so, sorry, yes, it is. <laughs> I'm done. I can't, oh, I can't do it. That was terrible. <laughs> I'm not getting this on. Oh, Liam Wilshire, you're on the Vigo Rugby podcast. That was Natalie Alvarez trying to prank you. Not oh, my choice. Didn't work. You had me for a bit, right? Yeah. And then, <laughs> what went I wrong? Thought, nah, this is something I'd do to someone. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, NHS do not call on my, on no caller IDs. No way. <laughs> And who would you like us to try and prank as we couldn't get you? Um, I think you'll get someone... You'll get Marcus. Yeah, OK. I'll give it a go. No, Ben, Ben, Ben. Ben, Ben Morehouse. Yeah. OK, we'll give him a go next. OK. <laughs> All right, take it easy, mate. See you later. Bye. Right. Oh. Hello, is that Mr Morehouse? Hi, hi, Mr. Warhouse. My, my name is Dr. West. Um, I'm calling from NHS 111 service. Yep. Hi, um, it's, uh, it's, unfortunately, it's a, it's a bit of a negative call, actually. It's, um, it's my duty to inform you that someone you've been in contact with in the last seven days who wishes to remain anonymous has actually tested positive for the COVID-19 coronavirus. Um, do, okay. you, do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, um, now I know it's tough to hear, um, but you now need to self-isolate for seven days. Um, if your symptoms are severe, you do need to call us back on 111. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, what happens if I don't have any symptoms? Uh, then you're okay. After seven days, um, you're okay to resume day-to-day, uh, obviously, uh, duties according to the government guidance. Um, now, just to let you know, uh, the government guidance currently says no alcohol. Is that going to be a problem? No. Uh, and it also says uh, that we recommend removing all of your hair on your head and body because the virus can live in the hair for t- up to 24 um, hours and it's just better to get rid of it. Yeah. Okay, is that going to be a problem? Hold on. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Not a problem. Who's <laughs> it? <laughs> Ben, it's Nick. You're on the Vigo Rugby podcast. <laughs> I fucking 
fucking do better. That's fucking good, Nick. I rank that very much. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie's here as well. We just we just tried to prank Liam, but he got us really quickly. <laughs> Didn't he? It's because I've heard your voice in so long. And he recommended you. <laughs> To be fair, I was literally just having a chat with Will about shaving on my hair, so I thought it was him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there anyone you want me to prank on the podcast? Uh, do, oh, yeah, do Marcus. Marcus, okay, no worries. Yeah, because he's, he's, like, he's proper panicking about it, so do Marcus. <laughs> All right, mate, no worries, we'll have a he go. He's well believable, but... <laughs> <laughs> we'll have right. a go, I'll speak to you soon. <laughs> right, right. Bye. It's time for a new segment. All right, Jake, this next bit, new segment, this one is going to be called Commuter Chat. So this is where we have a conversation with one of the guys while they're on their commute on the way to work. Obviously, at the moment, commutes aren't particularly long. So this is... The amount of time it takes you to get from your bedroom to your place of work, whether that be sofa, downstairs office, next, I mean, third bedroom office, whatever it is for rich people, I don't know, because I live in a flat. But Perfect. We'll see, how, we'll see how many questions we can ask in the time it takes. And the person I've decided to call for this, uh, for this little segment is Dominic Carzor. Yes. He doesn't, he doesn't know I'm going to call him, so... That's the best thing about it. Yeah, it? so we're recording. Let's see what happens. Here we go. Let's get him on loudspeaker. Oh, no. Speaker. What have you done? I don't know. Here we go. Hello? Hi, is that Dominic Carslaw? Hi, Dominic Carzo. Um We would like to ask you a few questions uh, for a podcast. Um, what this is, is it's called Commuter Chat. Uh, and what we want to do is ask you some questions on your daily commute to work. Would that be okay? He's put the phone down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is happening there? Bring him back. Tell him to... Tell him it's you. Oh, my mugged me right off. Didn't know it was me, did he? he? He don't care about those fucking prank calls, mate. He's got no time for surveys. He's a busy man. He's, he's clearly he's a busy man. See if we can get him. Right. Sorry, this person can't answer. Oh no! Well, this is staying in the podcast, Dominic Carzor. Well, I, I, I'll text him quickly. I can't believe it. Maybe we should I'm try. Some, maybe we should try someone else. Oh, just bring his wife. Yeah, actually, she'll answer because it's Natalie's phone. Yeah, perfect. Uh, let's try and find her number on here. Hello? Hey, Laura, and it's Nick. Hey, how are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. I'm not too bad. Um, I think I might have just scared uh, Dom by calling him from this number. I didn't know what to do because I can't call him from my phone, so I didn't know how to solve the problem. <laughs> but I'll put him on. Thank you. 
Hello. <laughs> Hello, Dom. How are you? Yeah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 trying to give everyone just something interesting to do on their self isolation. So we were doing a quick Vigo Rugby podcast, and we were going to ask you some questions. <laughs> but, when it started and you were doing that podcast, I'm like, you're not my Nick, but where you went, hi, Dominic, girls, look what I saw. So what I was trying to do was, I was we was going to do this thing where we ask people questions on their commute to work, but obviously their commute to work only lasts for like five seconds between their bed and the sofa. Yeah. So what we wanted to do was for you to basically walk from your bedroom down the stairs and we'll see how many questions we can ask you, quick fire questions, while you're on your commute. Okay. <laughs> are, we, are we doing it now? Are we, are, we keen, are we keen? Can we go? Yeah, we'll go now. Yeah. So they're just like yes or... They're not like yes or no's, but they're just like one option or the other option. Getting up. <laughs> Luckily, I was recording the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. I've never been up the same either. I was like, who the hell is it? <laughs> right, make sure you speak nice and clearly because you're on loudspeaker from a different phone into the recorder phone. <laughs> Perfect, all right then. <laughs> Are you ready for your commute? How quickly am I moving on my commute? Well, I mean... I don't know if it's uh, quiet. I've only got nine second, uh, nine questions because I figured it probably wouldn't get that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get those in. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you're going to start, on, when we say go, you can start walking down the stairs. So where do you work from at the moment? Uh, dining room. Dining room, nice. So you can start walking down the stairs and when you get to the dining room, just say stop. Okay. Perfect. Are you ready? Normal pace, normal pace. Normal pace, all right. Are you ready? Who is that? Is that Jake as well? That's Jake, yeah. He's on the, he's on the speaker. Hi oh, there. Oh, okay. Hello, Jake. All right. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Go. Let's go. Pepsi or Coke? Uh, Coke. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Ones or twos? Twos. Terrapins or turtles? <laughs> Terrapin. Whips or chains? <laughs> chains. Dinosaurs or Twizzlers? Dinosaurs. Stop. N- no, so we did. We did well, actually. We got like six questions. Yeah, in. that's quite a lot. Yeah, not bad. That was nice, and you were pretty good at the quickfire dom as well. <laughs> it started off easy, and then uh, then I realised where you're going with it. <laughs> it's okay. The last couple of questions were um, were going to be mayo or ketchup, and oh, ketchup. nuggets or selects. Oh. Like. Yeah, and, and oh, the last one was actually James or Andy, but I didn't know if we would get that far. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all right. it's all right, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for being a good sport, Dommy. Thank you for your call. That's all right, and uh, you uh, you take it easy. All right, now that we are done with Mr. Castle after we freaked him out... Um, we should move on to Vigo's season this year. Obviously, I've had to watch from afar. It's been um, it's been interesting. It's, I've never really known what's going to happen week on week, to be honest. Has it felt like neither that? Neither have we, mate. It's um, yeah, it's been it's been a weird season. Um, it feels like the club's lost lost a little bit of its mojo this season, which is yeah, different for us. Um, 
Well, obviously the results haven't been great, but like the the training numbers have been bad. We haven't like we've had to pull the twos out of the league and stuff like that. So it's, yeah, it's been a very weird season. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope um, like we can we can put that right when we finally get out of the uh, out of the self isolation bubbles. Yeah, I think we will. I think it's it's just it it goes in dips, doesn't it? Every club goes through it, and it's just about getting through it, keeping the core of the boys together, and then going and building again. Hey, look, personnel are all, all still the same. Just might have had a few more bits and pieces going on this year. Yeah. Uh, and with this virus stuff as well. It's all bit, been weird anyway, so we'll just start again, I suppose. But yeah. last season, there must have been three moments. So from you, I'm looking for the best moment, the worst moment, and the funniest moment of last season. Okay, uh, so I'll go, I'll go best first. Um, and it's, it's a couple of things all rolled into one. Um, so we've done a double over Alsford. Dream. So starting off home game, VP's lunch, and you know how how pissed the old farts get. So they were obviously yeah. buzzing. It's, um, uh, it's always it makes you makes you feel pretty pumped though when you when you got a good crowd as well though. So it's always yeah, good to have them. They they fucking love it, and it, that that game we just um, we just tore them apart basically. Um, the final score was thirty eight thirty two, but I don't think that actually reflected the result. Uh, that the performance we were that, that that day we were just like. Unplayable, really. Um, and then we went down to their place. Um, a few injuries, so Tony weren't playing. Um, a few other bits and bobs. So uh, not not quite backs against the wall, but not not full not full like firing and everything like that. Um, and we beat them down there as well. Benny Morris scored in the last last minute of the game. Nice. Um, big bad Ben. And, Big bad Ben, and so I was captain on the day, and Dave Winstone wanted to kick everything, and fuck me, he kicked everything. Yeah, um, yeah, he banged a banged a penalty from the touchline. Nice. Um, yeah, it, I, I, I think that was the game anyway. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Winstone three pe- uh, three penalties. Yeah, he was. And then it got to the end of the game, the game was over and all he had to do was kick the ball dead. So he just kicked it as hard as possible. But yeah, he was, <laughs> he was pretty good. Um, the low point probably would have been Heathfield and Waldron away. Yeah. I, I couldn't really tell you what went on because we played them at our place at the start of the season and they weren't very good. They, 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 their performances had turned up a bit, but they just, 38, 32-8, they just put us to the sword. We got there. It was after the flood, so couldn't play on their first team pitch anyway. Um, went to their second team pitch, which was still pretty boggy. Um, and we're about fifty minutes in. Like we're we're losing at this point. Like game, we like done. And Liam Wilkshire, uh, which this comes on to my funniest moment of the season. Liam Wilkshire pushed a set of posts over. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> which was probably one of the greatest things I've ever seen. <laughs> we, was, it was, we had a line out defending about ten meters out, and um, could hear Tony and Craig shouting. Looked round, and they was like, like just shouting over. And I was expecting a player to be injured or something like that, like trying to stop the game. Looked over, and the post just on the deck. <laughs> um, so it, it brought a bit of laughter to a, a pretty bad day at the office for us. Um, I think that's all that game was, but that was it. Just didn't feel great. We went. It was it's in the arse end of nowhere, um, and just got our asses handed to us. Basically, it just didn't play well. No one, everyone missed tackles. It was just one of them days. Um, but yeah, Wilshire pushing a post over, and the referee trying to say, "Well, I'll just call if you get a drop goal or a penalty." No, that, that was his. He, he was just going to say that he it was just going to be his choice if it went over. 
<laughs> and we were like, so obviously we were angling to get the game called off because we was 21. I think at that point we were about 21 nil down or something like that. So obviously we've gone in there and been like, let's call it off, let's call it off, call it off. And then we ended up moving to their first team pitch, which was a bog. Um, but we actually played better on that pitch. So they're, they're, that's my, my highlight and my, my funny of the season. Yeah, nice, nice. I mean, you really, uh, really made me feel like I was there, mate. <laughs> oh mate, it uh, sounded like a, an interesting old, uh, an interesting old season. But um, they're always interesting, and that's uh, that's why we love it. Yeah, I think like and like we've had players playing out of position, new players come to the club, like players step up as well. So it's um, I think it's been good. There's loads. There's a lot of so I've been coaching with the young, like the under 17s or whatever they are, and there's a, a lot of them are turning 17 this year. So they um, we should have like a good influx of of younger players to come and play for like the second and third team next year which will be good nice nice I look, look forward to uh, some new uh, some new young blood making the uh, freshening the squad up a little bit as well yeah give uh, give everyone a bit of keep them on the toes sort of thing give a bit of competition yeah um, alright mate well we have moved on to our final segment of the day um, which is it's a little um I think we're going to call it Nick's Naughty Story. Perfect. Uh, what I want to do, mate, is I wanted to tell you a little story uh, that I read somewhere. Um, I'll probably just tell you the start of it, and then we'll continue on in future podcasts. Yeah. Now, what you Perfect. might notice is um, I'm going to read it like a, like, a norm, like I normally would any story, but um, it's got some interesting content, uh, but I have replaced some names with names of people that I know. Perfect. Even better. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Lovely. My name is Phil Saul. I'm a teacher and I'm looking for a place to rent, he replied to my apartment ad a few months ago. I was awestruck when I first met Phil Saul. He had a broad smile and beautiful eyes. I had to bite my tongue when I looked at him in his skin-tight jeans, the denim hugging every curve of his big bubbly ass. His top was tight and low cut, sure to drive any man wild. I thought it was probably a bad idea to become roommates with a man this beautiful. After all, if he stopped paying his rent, how would I be able to keep it business-like? I just couldn't say no to him though. I was able to separate business from pleasure for a few months, but I quickly realised that I was torturing myself. Phil Saul would emerge from his room in Victoria's Secret booty shorts with slogans written on his ass. <laughs> You're such a nice guy, Nick, Phil told me one day. I knew that was kind of the kiss of death. I was forever in the friend zone. I should have been elated, as the business arrangement wouldn't get impeded by the primal desire that I had for his body. But I guess my lust for him wasn't going away. It grew worse when Phil Saul found a new boyfriend on a, on a hookup ad. I could hear the two of them fucking at night, and it was excruciating to listen to. <laughs> The sound of Phil's gentle moans excited me so much. I'd often find myself lying in bed, jerking off to their sweaty sessions and the sound of Phil Saul's screams and cries of pleasure. A few weeks ago, Phil Saul was told that the school would be cancelled for the rest of the semester due to COVID-19. Shortly after, I was also working from home. We were now in constant contact, a development that I had never anticipated. Me and Phil both chipped in for groceries and stocked up our extended quarantine. I couldn't help but imagine where this would lead. 
Would I be able to handle being coped up with Phil for weeks without making a move? One night, after a day of taking conference calls in the living room, we sat on the couch and watched a movie. Would you like some wine? Phil asked. I smiled, appreciating his hospitality. He brought the wine for himself, but was willing to share it with me. Sure, I'll have a glass, I told him. Phil beamed with that sweet smile that melted me. God damn, that smile was killer. I wanted him so badly. Now, I'm going to carry that on during the next podcast so you can find out what happened between and Phil Saul. (laughs) Where the hell have you found this from? It's just on the internet. Just my next next naughty story. I hope everyone enjoyed it. And uh, I hope you're all looking forward to the second uh, the second part. I think we should change the name each week. Well, I was going to, but then I read a little bit further on and noticed that more people come into the story. Even better. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't want to name any names, but uh, there might be another Phil on the way in. Interesting. Uh, and there also might be a... One of the Whiteheads. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> but we That's shall we shall see in later episodes of Nick's Naughty Story. Perfect. I'm so excited. <laughs> Nick's Naughty Story is my favourite. We'll have to. Do, well, we'll, the, the pod's probably going to become weekly, even if we just do that bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Well, look. Thanks. Uh, thanks for doing the pod with us this week, Jake. No, cheers, mate. Okay, and, uh, got me. Uh, Got me off the sofa for a little while, which was good. I'm gonna sit upstairs instead. Good to uh, good to stop a bit of the self isolation. Um, yeah. So we'll leave it there. And um, oh, uh, tweets. Have you had uh, Have you had anything back yet? Oh, I've got a notification on my Twitter. Hang on. Oh, hello. Hello. Um, I haven't had anything back from Carl Sinclair, but I have had people laughing at my tweet to Carl Sinclair. I've also not had a text back from Lee Walker. But he has, has read, he read it. it. He read it half hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, mate? Did you uh, did you get anything back? Yeah, I just, I just had a quick look, and the baby the baby Ryan has only gone back to me. Uh, Hang on, what? Ellis Gen just got back to you on Twitter. Naturally, mate. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man about town, and I'm a, I'm a big name, so he's he's come back to me. Uh, and uh, he enjoyed it, said it was decent. He's now uh, he watched it in one sitting as well, which is fair play. Um, yeah. But he's now he's now onto the Tiger King, um, which he which he says is up there. I haven't watched it myself, but I've seen some big reviews about it. So Ellis Gens is saying to uh, to the Viger Rugby podcast listeners that they should give the Tiger King a go on Netflix. Is that what's going yeah. on here? That's, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a direct recommendation from him. So <laughs> I can't believe he got back to you. I can't. Yeah, I- Absolute scenes, mate. I can't wait to try again next week. Oh, yeah, it's a random celebrity. I reckon we should uh, change sports next week. Yeah. <laughs> Go for, like, ping-pong champions or something like that. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Oh, I can't believe it. Ellis Genge on the first show back. Crazy stuff. Love it. We're, we're up there now, mate. <laughs> he, he's been looking forward to the podcast returning. I mean, I mean clearly. Clearly. I'm, I'm going to try. I mean, I'll give it a go this week. We'll put the word out, put the feelers out and try and get some extra uh, some extra chats with celebs. Right, right, everyone, make sure you stay two metres away from everybody else. Keep yourself Don't distancing. Don't going. be a dickhead. Don't be a dick. Don't go out. Save the NHS. Look after everybody. And um, we will catch up with you soon. That is the end of this episode of the Vigor Rugby Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers.
Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. Willies. Willies. <laughs>